Welcome to the LifeU Podcast. In this season, the Spirit is calling our church family to explore four spiritual practices, fervent prayer and worship, tending to scripture, sharing our faith stories, and serving the neighbor courageously and generously. This interview-based podcast will feature members of the St. Andrew's family, reflecting on how to cultivate a rich spiritual life that delights in the gospel message. To learn more about LifeU, go to standrews.org. And now, enjoy the conversation. Greetings, St. Andrew's friends and LifeU participants. Welcome to the podcast. And we have today very special guest, Pastor Jenny Sung. How are you? Oh, doing so good. So grateful to be here with you today. Well, we're we're grateful to have you and uh, grateful to hear some of your reflections on Scripture. You know, we're just a couple, well, we're in the second month now of Life You, so it feels like, you know, we worked on this for such a long time, <laughs> like a year. We're finally launching it and things seem to be going uh, not too bad. Yeah. Oh, it's been so life-giving, not to <laughs> be on the puns, but it, I mean, it really has been to be able to think about how we're living in faith every day. It's just, it's good to have a lens of that in such wild times that we find ourselves in. There is no doubt about that. I guess we should say that it's, we're recording on the 6th of, uh, of uh, November. We still don't know who the president is going to be. Sure so don't. <laughs> we're kind of living in this weird uh, liminal space, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll set all of that uh, cultural stuff aside for the moment, see if we can ground ourselves a bit in Scripture. And here's the question for you, Pastor Jenny. Um, why does Scripture matter for you and for your life of faith? Yeah, you know, I feel like the more I dig into scripture, the more I am absolutely amazed by the vastness and the wideness of God's love and how God continues to show us that over and over through scripture. It's a way of like almost holding God's face or being um, that Mm. intimately close to God. That's a beautiful image. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of the intimacy and and closeness. Are do you have like a favorite book? Oh my gosh! <laughs> By, or text or texts mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I I actually really love the book of Job. Um, I love Genesis. I gravitate more towards John for the Gospels, and uh, I kind of like Pastor Straten, where he says my favorite Gospel is the one I find myself in. Um, I love mm. praying through the Psalms. So it, it's it's different because each book is different, right? Um, but I have found myself really connecting deeply with just the story of the beginnings, um, along with I love the I love the books that describe about how God um, is God. And we are not, you know, and I feel like Job does that <laughs> in such a way that's like, wow, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that about Job. It certainly does do <laughs> precisely that. So, like you, you started with this image of kind of like intimacy and like holding God's face, which is just beautiful. How do those books that you just listed—Genesis, John, Job—I think you said Psalms—also how do they mm-hmm. help you do that? Yeah. So I think in Genesis, it's 
um, the creative nature of God, right? That we are co-creators with God and like what an intimate relationship that is. And so seeing in the ways that God created and recreated or continues to create and invite us into that work uh, just feels very intimate with, you know, and just thinking about um, the story of Adam in the in the very beginning and, and just the, that the closeness of their relationship and then how God can continues to to reach for God's people through the book of Genesis, I think is just so um, beautiful. And it and there's so much depth to Genesis, right? So much happens <laughs> in that book. And no it's kidding. and it's like, oh my gosh, I mean you have the I, I I've been thinking a lot about the flood with Noah. Um, you know, and how like, oh why would a good God do something like that? Like that's wild, right? Um and yet it feels like the message I keep feeling from Noah right now is something survives. You know, what do you want to put on your ark? Um, hmm. and, it, and it's just, yeah. So I just find myself drawn to different stories within Genesis that feels like it just continues to repeat throughout the different books of the Bible. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are, no, those are powerful reflections. And that is a, it's quite the story, you know, the mm-hmm. flood story in six through nine. It really, um, it, it challenges the reader to be sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like and so I, many of those books do. Yeah. I love scripture that does that, right? It's like, it feels, and it feels intimate because it feels like the wrestling with God, right? Like how Jacob wrestled with God. And I feel like in the scriptures where we have permission to wrestle with God, uh, is it, it does feel very intimate. Like we get to wonder, we get to question, we get to be angry, we get to, um, and then it's like right when you're like, what's going to happen next? It's like this infinite move toward love um, that's almost offensive, you know, like, <laughs> um, hmm. yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, I continually, I am continually humbled uh, at the lengths God goes for God's people. Yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, that's, those are powerful, powerful words. And so let's talk a little bit, Jenny, about kind of how you engage scripture, just really personally. And it, maybe you might even want to talk about that over the span of your life. Like, how, what does it look like historically for you to engage scripture? Where have you been? Where mm-hmm. are you now? And then maybe where do you feel like you're, you're going just in terms of your practices of engagement with scripture? Yeah, absolutely. You know, when I was younger, I was just taught like, oh, just open the Bible and and pick out a passage and read it. And that's your hope for the day, you know. Um, and as I've gotten older and even <laughs> have read more into the Bible and gotten to know it more like a, a friend versus like a horoscope, um, I can see how dangerous that can be. And so now I have such a... Uh, such a respect for the the wholeness of the story um, and not just picking out the pieces we like, but sitting with the complexities of the stories. Um, and so I guess for me, one thing, I, I had this uh, wonderful spiritual director uh, who's this Coptic nun. And so she was very strict with me, which I love. I mean, let's be clear. I need somebody to be strict with me sometimes. And she said, start at the very beginning of the Bible. So there we are in Genesis, you know, read as much as you feel 
you should read that day, you know, like read. And sometimes it's chapters and sometimes it's just, you know, a couple, um, couple verses, you know, cause they just hit you in different ways. And then she said to pray through the song, pray three Psalms a day. Um, and so that's kind of just been my rhythm of like reading through the Bible. Um, you know, I think I'm on like my seventh time around now, you know, reading through it uh, and actually loving the stories that, you know, Leviticus and Numbers where like the first time around, I was like, woof, what? <laughs> but um, <laughs> I actually really enjoy those books now, too. I mean, it's just amazing. It, it's living, breathing word, you know. Um, and so that's kind of how I engage it is I do like reading through it. Of course, when we're prepping for sermons, we've been living in the book of Matthew this year, which is really great to be able to sit in a gospel for a year um, yeah, and really get to know it, really get to know how it's different from the others. Um, and so, I mean, it really, my daily practice is to read uh, as much as I feel called to read that day and then pray through the Psalms. And then usually if I'm having a really great day uh, to read um, one of the Proverbs before I go to bed. Um, but I do, I had a, a great counselor that was inspiring me to memorize the Proverbs, uh, for those who seek wisdom. And of course you, you know, you're always like, well, yeah, I'd like to be wiser than I am for sure. (laughs) So I started memorizing, you know, through the Proverbs and I grew to love memorizing God's word. Like I want, I deeply desire for it to be written on the tablet of my heart. Um, because it makes like viscerally to feel the words in your mouth as you're, as you're memorizing is very powerful, but also to sit with the words like, golly, why, why does, um, why do you, why do they use this word and not that word? Or gosh, that word I have a really weird feeling about, but that's not really the context that they're speaking it into, you know, um, like the word prudent in Proverbs. Uh, I think we have a different feeling of what prudent looks like and feels like in our modern day lens, but the way that Proverbs talks about prudence and discipline, it's different, you know? Hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you brought up Proverbs. I, I really do feel like it. It sometimes gets a bit overlooked, you know. But there, even though these are like very ancient bits of advice, I feel like many of them really resonate still in some mm. interesting ways. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Can still be can still be formative. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought up memorization too, Jenny. That's uh. Uh, again, an, an art that often we don't talk about much as Lutherans, you know, the memorization mm-hmm. of scripture, but a, that, that language of kind of writing it on the tablet of my heart, I think really um, is generative and, and encouraging. And I hope that some folks will, will take you up on that. Yeah. And I mean, that's um, the like... Jenny, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say, and that's the intimate holding the face of God, you know, like holding those words in your mouth, like just that visceral feeling of, yeah, the words being written on the tablet of your heart. Just, it's like, I want those there. <laughs> I want, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are so many different words, right. That we encounter on a daily basis. Uh, some good, some helpful, some healthy, some unhealthy. And, 
just having those words of scripture, not mm. necessarily as a filter, but as just an exceptionally loud voice in the midst mm. of the many that we yes. hear, I, I think can be a really, can be a real blessing. Yes. I love that you bring that up because that's something I'm very passionate about. And I've, I've talked about it in different sermons where it's like reclaiming the the meaning of these different words, like evangelical or even the word love, like the way, like evangelical is like good news. That's what it's supposed to be. Good news. So, you know, when the hungry are being fed, when the, um, you know, when people are being healed, that's good news. That's what the word evangelical is supposed to look like good news. And so, um, being able to come back to the original words and what they mean and, living into those meanings instead of maybe what's our culture is gleaning us into, you know? Yeah, no, that's all of that is so helpful. Well, Pastor Jenny, I wonder any other final thoughts you'd leave us on maybe why scripture matters to you or uh, uh, other practices that might uh, inform how you read scripture? You know, I I just, I just keep coming back to the feelings and the ideas of how, um, it is a leave, a living text, right? And so the way that you read a story in the Bible one day, you could read that same exact book or story another day and, and you catch something different from it. And so just the beautiful practice of being in it and with it and letting it hold you and surround you. And you probably can tell I'm a dancer. Like I just, the, the way that I feel like it has the ability to do that is just so holy. And so, yeah, always inviting more people to be in Bible studies and dig into it. It's, it just gets more and more lovely. I feel like the, when you dig into it and not because the stories are always lovely, but because, um, we know how the story ends, you know? Mm. So It's not a nail barter like the current election, right? <laughs> yeah, it's nice to have something like that, you know, that you could not have to bite your nails through. Well, thank you so much, Jenny, for your time and for sharing your uh, awesome insights. And uh, definitely, you know, I encourage people, check out, uh, check out your great Facebook feed. You always have such awesome content there, both mm-hmm. photographically and also, you know, just you sharing your own thoughts. And so I hope people will uh, take advantage of that. We'll look you up and, uh, and, and benefit from the insights that you share. So thanks. Thank you so much again. Wow. Thank you so much. So, so grateful to be here with you. This has been a production of St. Andrew's Lutheran Church in Matamidi, Minnesota. To find out more information about St. Andrew's or about LifeU, go to standrews.org. Thank you for listening.